Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Computomics podcast. It's a pleasure to have you back with us today. Last week, we had Ruth Mays on the podcast to talk about the different kinds of customers and some customer success stories we've had. And this week, we will be talking to Miguel Rapella, who is an influential figure in the Latin American market. And I think he will open up some great topics and great um, information for us about the challenges in Argentina and the market in general and what is being done to combat those challenges. So I hope you enjoy the episode. So Miguel, welcome to the episode. It's nice to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for your call. Yeah, so I think for our audience, for those of us who may not know you and um, who may not really be familiar with the agricultural sector in South America, maybe you can just quickly introduce yourself to the audience. Yes, no problem at all. Well, uh, my name is Miguel Rapela. Uh, I was born and living in Argentina Republic. Uh, well, just to start, uh, I would like to say that many years ago, from an early age, I had a, a strong vocation for uh, natural issues, and that led me to study something related to it. Uh, I was not very fond on descriptive uh, science, like botany, for example, mm-hmm. so I chose ag- agronomy. Mm-hmm. Um, that is how I received my degree as ag- an agronomist in Argentina several years later. And very quickly became an assistant researcher at the Institute of Plant Breeding in, in Argentina. Okay. There, I, I did my specialization in plant breeding and genetics. And at that time, my first approach uh, to biotechnology. Uh, later, at the age of 13, I decided that this academic path was not what I wanted. And I had the opportunity to enter to the seed industry as a researcher in genetics and corn breeding. Uh, uh, at that time, Northrop King Seeds Company, and uh, now is Syngenta. Oh, wow. After, Interesting. Yes. After 10 years there, I was a DuPont pioneer in Argentina for a few more years. Mm-hmm. And then I went to work for a national seed company. Okay. Along with this, uh, I also continued my studies. I completed my master in data science okay. and my PhD in regulatory affairs and intellectual property. Hmm. Well, with such complex and a lot of experience, I had the honor of having been appointed executive director of both the Argentina Seed Association as well as the Argentina Plant Breeders Association. That's a really great honor. Oh yeah, sure. And among other things, I was one of the founders of the Seed Association of America, and I was the chairman of the Intellectual Property Committee for almost a decade. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I joined the Intellectual Property Committee of the International Seed Federation, ISS. Oh, okay. And, and Okay, And I was chairman of this committee for a period of two years. Um, well, and after another 10 years in those positions, I left all the associations and returned to <laughs> academic life. <laughs> and at present, I am the academic director of the master's degree in intellectual property at the Faculty of Law of the Austral University in Argentina. 
and the director of technology transfer of the genomic platform, which is administered by Ubatech, which is a technological transfer unit of the University of Buenos Aires. It was, was a, a short view of, of my career here in Argentina and in many other parts of the world. Well, I have to say that your LinkedIn profile certainly doesn't convey all those interesting tidbits. So thank you for explaining that to us. Um, it's always amazing to me how life is really circular, right? It starts in one place and then you sort of go somewhere else and then you come back <laughs> and then you go somewhere else and then you come back. And in a way, it's um, it's also beautiful at the end. It, it all makes so much sense, but maybe when, you know, somewhere in the middle, it didn't, yeah, make so much sense. But that's that's really great. So what are your current then activities? What do you do? I don't know, on a daily basis, or what is your mission with um, with the university and with Ubatech um, yes. at okay. the present? Okay, okay. Well, I, as I said, I have two positions. Uh, in the Australian University, Australian University is one of the most important, is the most important private university in Argentina, and has an excellent postgraduate degrees in economy and agribusiness. I have a, a long-lasting relationship with the Royal University uh, and the Intellectual Property Center. Um, this center is an academic institution to develop educational activities, research, conflict resolution, consulting service, and favor the development of intellectual property in all aspects. Uh, and my other position is a genomic platform. Okay. And the genomic platform is a state-of-the-art facility located in the biochemistry department of the Agricultural School of the University of Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. University of Buenos Aires is the most important university of Argentina. It's a public university. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, in the genomic platform, mm -hmm. born all the relationship with computomics. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I think uh, the relationship started in 2019, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. And the, the relationship started in, in 2019, last year, and, and, and this is basically a cooperation mm -hmm. between the genetic platform for Ubatech and Computomics, in which uh, both parts uh, put on the table the best of each part, mm -hmm. and so from our side, from the genomic platform side, uh, we can do uh, a genotyping by sequencing, mm -hmm. genotyping service by allele specific, market assisted selection as forward breathing, and market assisted back crossing or integration of biotechnological events, mm -hmm. a whole genomic sequencing, and scanning of genomic variants. Okay. And and so uh, we, we we share this uh, the the work with Computomics, which is the other part of the agreement in which Computomics will support our clients on areas in which we don't have um, such amount of variance as Computomics has. Mm -hmm. For example, genome assembled by annotation and a score. Okay. okay. Genomic prediction X seed score. Yes. Phenotype and image analysis crop score. Okay. Metagenomics, microbiome analysis, Morpheus, okay. mm -hmm. Megan 6, DNA methylation analysis, different, differential methylation, mm -hmm. and method score 
for example. Okay. So I think that the, the, the complementation between Ubatech and Computomics is a very good challenge for, for both and also a very great opportunity for the seed companies and institutions here in Argentina. I agree. And I also think it's just a beautiful way to bring together needs from across the globe, right? So uh, the needs of one location, which are really maybe too, too deep for us to understand on our own, um, combined with your expertise and Ubitech's, you know, kind of presence and, um, yeah, just experience and knowledge of the area and of the field combined with the technical knowledge of computomics, it really gives everybody the opportunity to shine where they are best and be supported by, you know, the partner institutions. So I think that's probably the, the definition of a, of a great partnership where everyone brings their strengths and supports each other, um, you know, in, in other areas. So... I'm very, very grateful for the collaboration and of course for the opportunity for us, but maybe this can um, sort of lead us to the natural question of what are the unique aspects um, of developing agriculture and sort of agricultural innovation in Argentina and um, what are maybe the unique challenges in Argentina or if you would consider South America in general? Well, um... The, it's a, it's a, it's a really a, a deep question. It is because <laughs> because yes because um, um, Argentinian agriculture has gone through a, a notable innovation in recent decades. Okay. Uh, although progress was uneven across regions. Which I think is very natural for, I mean, if I think about America, we probably have incredibly uneven distribution of yes. pro progress as well. So absolutely. Yes, yes. And, and one of the questions that is different between Argentina and other Latin American countries and Europe is that all our countries are very large, very, very yes, large. Right. Uh, all, all Western Europe uh, has less uh, surface as Argentina. So it's a, it's a really big country. Wow, yeah, and, that's and a great so, way to, to put it. Yeah. Yes, uh, while, while, while regions outside the Pampas uh, show low dynamics, mm -hmm. the, the Pampas region, which is the most rich part of our country, okay. has experienced a remarkable increase in the amount of arable land cultivated. Okay. And in crop total productivity, okay. and also, which is the most important issue, is the ab adoption of new technologies. Mm -hmm. uh, and the most important ones are no tireless practice, okay. the introduction of genetically modified plant varieties, and obviously the expansion, the incredible expansion of the, of the area cultivated with soybean. With soybean, which, which okay. is which right now is about uh, almost 20 million hectares, which is a, a lot. And this expansion into soy has really happened in, would you say, the recent decade or the last two decades or even even less? Well, uh, regarding soybean, uh, ever since 1997, 98, mm -hmm. or, um, 
the soybean has been Argentina main crop. Oh, okay. Um, and the production, processing, and export of soy and soybean products are, are core activities in the Argentinian economy. Okay. Having shaped a highly competitive production in terms of technology and foreign exchange, etc. Okay, interesting. And uh, how was that introduced? Was that introduced through these large sort of, you mentioned uh, Syngenta and, you know, these large agricultural institutions, or was it introduced, do you have any idea of how that came to be? Yes, uh, and, and good question also. Argentina's soybean seed market is supplied by a wide range of varieties developed mainly by private seed companies. Okay. But most of them are Argentine seed companies and not the international big important ones, as you mentioned, as Monsanto, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Syngenta, Bayer, mm-hmm. etc. Is that is that based on a, a level of respect for local production or, you know, is there an aspect of pride in things that are Argentinian or is there a different motivation? No, 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 no. It's, I don't know really the exact explanation. Okay. But, uh, but uh, I, I can say that the international seed companies prefer to work with hybrids. Mm-hmm. I know with self-pollinated species because we have a lot of problems regarding intellectual property mm. uh, in, in, in Argentina and many other countries in, in Latin America. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I have to mention... Uh, the most challenged issue in Argentina and also in all South America is intellectual poverty. Interesting. And how does that manifest itself? How does that um, show itself in sort of the way that farmers have to think about things, seed companies have to think of things, or, you know, the way that, how do you see it play out? How does it come to you in your everyday life? Well, uh, um, I don't know exactly what, what you mean in, in, in your question. It's about... I guess, like, how do... So those problems with intellectual property, um, yeah. how do they present themselves? Is it that, you know, cons- or farmers are concerned about buying or selling seed or seed companies are concerned about buying okay. or selling or okay. packaging seed? Okay, it's, it's a very complex issue also. For many years, many, many years, almost 20 years, we're trying to adapt our biodiversity uh, protection legislation uh, in order to be online with the technological technological aspect of our activity, but mm-hmm. we, we didn't have any success. But, okay. uh, however, the National Seed Institute, which is, a, which is a public institution in charge of seeds and plant varieties, uh, has done a very good job in the last two years. In, in 2018, uh, a new regulation was enacted and, and, and creating the, it's, it's, it's a very complex name, it's a, it's a simplified agricultural information system. Okay. Uh, the, the new regulation makes it compulsory for all farmers to declare information related to sowing. I see. Including the location of the lots, planted areas, and plant varieties use it. I see. So the National Seed Institute officials have legal access to all the information on almost the whole planted area, segregated by plant variety, uh, and allow them to have a real roadmap, I could say, mm-hmm. of what is being sown in the country. But 
The most important is additionally, I'm following a joint project between the National Institute and the seed companies. The National Seed Institute released a new resolution approving a list of 57 SNPs DNA markers I see. in order to verify and identify soybean varieties. Okay. Okay. So okay. as a result of implementing this step, the complementarity of these normative, normatives will allow Plant Seed Institute uh, officials to determine whether farmers' declarations are straight mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or otherwise impose administrative penalties for any inconsistencies that they verify. And so the plant breeders, the companies, will have access to the files so they can defend their infringed property mm. rights in civil court proceedings. Mm -hmm. And these changes in, that occurs in the last two years are extremely, extremely important. And in our case, the genomic platforms of Uvatech is a, a key, a key element of this new resolution because we are we have all the, the capabilities to analyze 100 percent of sure. our area in Argentina. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that I mean, for me, listening to you talk, that was immediately you know the the correlation, your expertise in IP as well as your understanding of genetics, and now I totally understand your participation in the sort of the two, the two institutes, yes. uh, one sitting yes, on yes. the side of of IP and one sitting on the side of let's let's get these seeds verified, let's get them tested and let's let's develop a system that is going to sort of align um, you know what's happening in the field with the assumption that companies have about their intellectual property or what they are owed or the infringement. So that yes, yes. that makes sense. So it seems like you are really sitting at the bridge of the solution right so you are really bringing the two sides um to talk to each yes. other to understand each other i guess yes i, I do agree what you said um I, i'm sitting on the bridge um and perhaps i'm sitting on the bridge between the past and the future mm. uh, uh, with regard to prime breeding and the future in my region i see that the research activity of small and medium seed companies and of official institutions could be have a, a, a very great benefit if we can protect uh, the intellectual property of the varieties mm -hmm. and all the efforts that plant breeders do with the new technologies as uh, genome anal analysis, uh, gene editing, and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I guess um, the last question I would just ask you is maybe to just elaborate on that future a little bit. I know you mentioned, you know, the genome editing and things like this. Like, as this all shapes or comes together in Argentina, what do you hope and, you know, maybe more realistically expect for um, what is hap what the effect is going to be for the seed companies, but also the farmers on the field and also... Argentina's economy in, in general? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, of course, I hope for the best. Of course. But, uh, but one of the main changes that we are seeing here is that the, the interest in brand breeding from the public institution, as well as, as uh, small and medium-sized seed companies, is increasing. Okay. 
and, and it's increasing because gene editing is now a tool um, at the hands of the public institution and, and, and a small and medium-sized company, which not was the case of the past, in which the transgenic biotechnology uh, was in the hands were in the hands of the the, the big the big seed companies mm-hmm. as Syngenta, Monsanto, mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are we are expecting deep changes in the future and, and good changes, of course, mm-hmm. uh, for for the plant breeding industry in Argentina and the development of new seed varieties. Great. Well, thank you, Miguel, so much for that very interesting um, overview and insight into what's happening. And thank you for your effort in bringing together two sides. I think in a world where things are quite divided sometimes and divisive, it's um, it's great to talk to somebody who is working not to defend one side, but to defend really the unity of two sides. Uh, so that's very much appreciated. and. Um, of course, we always appreciate the collaboration and partnership, and thank you very much. Thank you very much, Anna, for your call, and obviously, I, I repeat, I hope for the best, yes. and, and the best for computomics and eubatic relationship will be the best for Argentina and, and our farmers. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I think it was very interesting to hear from an influential figure, someone who is really trying to bring together different parts of the agricultural field to make and to foster solutions. I'm really thankful to Miguel for the ap- for the episode, and I hope it was very interesting for everybody. If you would like to get in touch with us, please contact us, info at computomics.com. And we always look forward to suggestions and ideas. So we hope to hear from you soon.